Welcome back to Generations. I'm one of your hosts, Peter. And I'm your other host, Aubrey. Well, hey, Aubrey, how is summer treating you? Oh, you know, actually pretty decent. Um, Since I'm not taking any classes this summer like I did last summer, I am enjoying some more free time. (laughs) Nice. We like that. Um, we very much do. I'm just trying to just trying to soak up the fact that I don't have to do a ton of things throughout the day. <laughs> good. Good for so you. It's been good. It's been good. Work's been good. We've just chugging away, you know. How about you? How are you? I'm hanging in there. You know, obviously, um, the older you get, the less summer means. And so yeah. for me, it's just the same, same old, same old. But, you know, your mom's home, uh, the boys are around more, and uh, we're, we're doing all right, hanging in there. So, well, this week we didn't have a specific topic, but what I, we were thinking we could do was just kind of talk about some things that we've been enjoying uh, getting into lately, whether it's, uh, you know, books, TV, movies, music, things we've done that we think are fun, that's worth chatting about. And uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, kind of start talking about that. Anything, uh, what's something, what's one thing that you've been enjoying lately? Okay, I was thinking about what I was going to talk about today and I was like oh you know what this might be embarrassing and might expose me as a little bit of a nerd but I'm just gonna say (laughs) go for it we embrace (laughs) our nerditude I've been playing Minecraft a lot (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) so Hayden and I are long distance usually during the year and it's one of the like best long distance activity we can do together because like there's a way for us to have like a server we can just both like join and then we're in like a world together and we can just build stuff together and it's like a it's like a fun day idea for us to have which is fun but I <laughs> we've continued to play it even when we're not long distance anymore. Nice. <laughs> and what's even more nerdy is he <laughs> found this YouTuber who it was like a hundred days of farming melons in Minecraft or something. And he was like, You should watch this. And I was like, No, that's stupid. I'm not gonna watch that. And then I watched it, and it was the most pleasant, enjoyable YouTube video I had ever seen in my (laughs) life. It was like this, it's like this little British guy with just like a very pleasant little commentary. It's not like really catered towards little kids, so it doesn't like make me feel like I'm a literal child. But he he has like 400 days of farming melons and he builds like huge structures just out of the melons that he farms. That's hilarious. <laughs> and so now all like, I made a huge melon farm in my Minecraft world because I was, I was <laughs> inspired. It's huge. I should send you a picture sometime. It is massive. I made a huge melon farm and I like, yeah, anyway. Point is, <laughs> I've been, it, it fuels my creative side. It's a very nice, pleasant little 
You can just go be a little nerd and play Minecraft and listen to someone farm melons in the background while you play Minecraft. So that's nice. what I've been doing lately. <laughs> Very good. It's just funny because I played Minecraft with Alex and Gareth a lot, like right when we were younger. But then it, it just you know fell off for a while, and then Hayden got back into it, and I was like, you know what, this would be a fun video game to play because I like playing video games. I just have sure. I just don't really have the facilities or the um, I don't know time like attention span to find one that I really liked and then I was like well this is back to my roots might as well play the one that I know how to play there you go so what are you playing it on are you playing on your Mac yeah I just got like the Java version on my Mac nice yeah nice the boys were I, so I you know I have my Steam account and I do the humble choice thing. So every month I get a batch of games from humble bundle and there's almost always one or two games in there that I already have. Uh -huh. So I actually had Gareth create a steam account. Okay. And then, uh, kind of those extra games. I just like gifted to that steam account. And so then all of a sudden he decided he wanted to start playing on the PC. So he started playing on one of the laptops and oh, he nice. was playing Stardew on that. And then all of a sudden Alex decided he wanted to play Stardew Valley. <laughs> so then he steals my steam deck. And so they sit next to each other at the table and Gareth's on the laptop and Alex is on the steam deck and they're in a shared Stardew Valley world. <laughs> and then last night Alex comes up to me. He's like, oh, I kind of want to play some, some PC games. Can I borrow your laptop? Because I've got this Alienware gaming laptop. And I'm like, sure. Uh -huh. So I get it into him, load up Steam, make sure everything's up to date. And I'm like, here's like the 50 games that are installed in Steam. And then like, here's the 24 games that are installed in good old games. Uh -huh. And then he spent the next two hours playing Minecraft. <laughs> All so, the options. <laughs> so he picks Minecraft. Went back to Minecraft. Oh, um, it's a good game. But yeah, you know, it is. So. What about you? What's something you've been doing lately? Diablo 4. Okay. Diablo 4 came out officially a week ago today. But for suckers like me who pre-ordered the the stupid edition we got to start playing it three days early so i've been playing oh. it since the saturday before last uh -huh. and uh not a ton of time to play but when i've been playing i've been playing diablo and uh i am enjoying it i'm having a lot of fun running around the world of sanctuary with my sorcerer and she's just lightning whipping everything and nice. uh, i'm having a good time with that it's, you know, I've been, I mean, I've played Diablo since it came out in 1996 and, um, have, have had all of them and have played a bunch. I played a lot of Diablo three because it was, it was really fast. And once you had kind of made it through the campaign and they added in all the extra stuff and, and rifts and, and what they called kind of, I think it bounties or whatever, uh -huh. it was really quick and easy. You could pop in and you could just go and run a couple bounties or do a rift or whatever. And so I played quite a bit of it, you know, not a ton, but for me quite a bit. Right. And Diablo four is, uh, 
it's kind of a nice, it's a little darker setting and kind of tone than Diablo three. So a little more like Diablo two in that regard, but it looks really pretty nice and it's faster than Diablo two. Diablo two, when I've tried to go back and play it, it feels slow. So uh, Diablo three is, or four is kind of a nice, nice compromise of the two has some new mechanics, some new, new things about it. And uh, I'm having fun with that. Cool. So what about you? What's something else? I actually made a list. Let me look at my list. (laughs) Oh, music wise, I was going to mention I, so when me and Liv, my roommate, went to see you guys for Mother's Day and you uh-huh. showed us a bunch of music right, right. per use. And then on the drive home, we were like, let's just listen to a bunch of metal. Let's just see our vibe. She started okay. a metal playlist for us to share on Spotify. And every, we listened to like, <laughs> probably this whole two and a half hours was just metal. <laughs> nice. I approve. And... Every song that we would like listen to, we'd be like, we just like look at each other and be like, this is so good. <laughs> then we just like <laughs> add it to the playlist and just add one after one after one. So now we have a huge metal playlist with, and you sent me a bunch of artists and I've been going through all of those different mm-hmm. albums that you sent me and we've been adding stuff to those, to that metal playlist too. And so I've discovered I like metal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, that great. just obviously makes me happy. Oh, of course. So. Um, and another music thing I might mention is I wasn't like a huge rap fan really ever. Just never was really my vibe. Never really found one that I liked or that I didn't absolutely despise the voice of. Like, sure. there's a lot of rap artists that like I physically want to vomit when I hear their voice. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye Tell West. Tell us how you really feel. Drake. Um, <laughs> Um, but my roommate again the other day, the other day, like a month ago, played like a Kendrick Lamar song. And I was sure. like, oh, this is so good. And she was like, he's been making music for like a really long time. He has a lot of albums out. Like, have you never actually realized he has good music? And I was like, no, I never realized. <laughs> so I dove straight in and now I've like only been listening to Kendrick Lamar for like literally the last month. <laughs> okay. But it's i just love kendrick because he i love his voice his flow is very good he's a very very good lyricist which is one of the biggest issues i have with rap artists um but especially his most recent album mr morale is it's very like very controversial very political but i love it i love it so much it's a new discovery i've discovered and I love it. It took only two seconds of me listening to one of his songs that was like, oh, yep, I love it. <laughs> nice. Very good. Very so, good. Yeah. What about you? So for me, some music uh, that I've been really into lately, and by really into, I mean I'm kind of obsessed. Okay. And that's two words. And those two words are cattle decapitation. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, the band Cattle Decapitation. I have been aware of them. Their previous album, Death Atlas, dropped not too long before the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And um, 
in a sad sort of twist of fate, there may have been a song on Death Atlas called Bring Back the Plague. Oh. <laughs> and so, so I was aware of them from that, but never really got into them. And uh, they had a new album drop about three, maybe four weeks ago called Terracite. And I didn't really get into it at first because I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm into cattle decapitation. And then I listened to it and it's freaking amazing. It is so good. <laughs> it is all I'm listening to these days. And for those who may not be familiar with cattle decapitation, the band is, they are vegan they are very eco-conscious. They are very like save the world and in kind of the, you know, the metal way. I mean, basically that was what bring back the plague. The song was about was, Hey, we're destroying this planet. Maybe if there were fewer of us, we wouldn't be doing such a bad job. I mean, it's kind of, but that's the thing is all their stuff is very much kind of like, Hey, look, we're screwing everything up and we need to do a better job. Yeah. And so before people get worked up at the name cattle decapitation, they are <laughs> very anti animal cruelty and then that sort go. of thing. So I love uh, it. But, but wow, I mean, Terracite has just been kind of blowing my mind every day. I've been listening to it and uh, I love it. It's really good. I love that. Is it what kind what genre of metal? Oh, it's, it's very much death metal. Uh, it's death metal with some roots in like some grind core and things like that. They've over their like 20 years, they've evolved from, I think they were kind of predominantly a grind band at the first and have moved more into a very fast, uh, heavy kind of death metal. Not really something I'd put all the way in like the technical death metal side. They're not like super technical, but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. So I've been into that. Love that. Well, what else? Anything else that has been, uh, tickling your fancy? Oh yeah. I have made, I gotta go back to my list. What's my list? Oh, um, Hayden and I found this show. I I struggle really hard with starting new shows if it's not like in a franchise I'm already like into, like Marvel or something. Obviously, sure. I don't have a problem with starting new shows there, but any just like new show at all, I'm like I don't know. I don't want it to be stressful because I don't want my anxiety to randomly flare up while I'm watching a TV show because right. <laughs> I'm trying to sense. relax. Like I don't want anything that's stressful i don't want anything that's gonna make me anxious i just want something that's gonna be nice and chill funny make me laugh low stress sort of thing and i found this show called extraordinary i don't know if you've heard of it it's not it's very much like new girl sort of thing so very like low stress short episodes um um just about like like the main character and her best friends are like all roommates. So it's very like new girls, friends sort of thing. Sure. But the whole premise is that everybody has some sort of like niche superpower. Oh, and okay. the, and you just like, it's like super normal throughout the entire world. And you like usually get it when you're 18. If you don't get it, you can kind of go to a place that kind of helps you find your power or whatever and of course the main character doesn't have a power and she's like 28 and so of course she's like a quote disappointment to her family because she doesn't have one but they all have everyone else has one so she's and it's very silly and very just like 
you giggle at the stupid jokes and like everyone has silly powers but like there is actually something that there's something that there actually is like a plot to it which is good (laughs) but i've been really enjoying it we're not super far into it but it's a nice like again like i said low stress new show that i can kind of sit down and watch after like a long day and it's not gonna like put me on edge (laughs) which is something that i search for when it comes to media (laughs) yep nope you need that you need that yeah what about you what have you been watching recently uh, so we wrapped up Ted Lasso, uh, season oh, three yes. wrapped up, ended, uh, I know there's been a lot of, I don't know if I'd say controversy, but there's, there's been a lot of hand wringing with people online about how season three was not as good and it lost the magic and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And to those people, I would say, great, that's fine. You don't need to watch it. Uh, I still enjoyed it. I definitely thought that season three was more uneven than the previous seasons. And there were a few episodes that didn't really love. And, and the way some characters were maybe treated this season that I didn't feel were as good as they could have or perhaps should have been. But overall, I was still happy with it. Uh, it you know, it's, it's a positive kind of, uh, in its way, uplifting show that I appreciate. And I thought they ended it pretty well. You know, I thought, I thought they landed the plane could have been better. Sure. But, uh, still was way better than a, a lot of TV out there. So that was fun. That was nice to watch. And then you know, Sunday night, I need my kind of Zen make me not stress sort of TV show. Uh, and that TV show is Parks and Recreation. Nice. Which, <laughs> love it. Uh, I watch it and I kind of marvel at the number of times your mom and I laugh out loud in a 22-minute episode. Like yeah. it just it, it's it's a shocking amount. So uh, hey, guess what? I mean, I already knew this, but if if anybody listening didn't realize, hey, Parks and Rec, it's a good show. It's a real good show. You should watch it. So, yeah, I've never watched Parks and Rec. I've seen clips of it, and I've I definitely see the vibe. But oh, it's it's so funny. It's so funny. I mean, really, every episode, multiple laugh out loud moments, and you know, I'm kind of chill. Like I don't laugh too much, but no, every episode of Parks and Rec, I'm laughing out loud at multiple points. So I love that. That's great. You always need something that's just going to make you giggle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, the definitely. Sunday scaries are real. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is so real. It was like, <laughs> I so saw bad. this, I, I saw this, like, I don't know if it remember if it was on Instagram, TikTok, or whatever, but this guy is like, Hey, welcome to the weekend. It's Friday and you've made plans and you wish you didn't, but blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, but then comes Saturday and then, you know, all this stuff. But you being the idiot that you are, you made plans again and you can't get out of those. And then, then Sunday morning comes and what's that sound? Oh, that awful ringing eerie noise, like in a serial killer movie. That's the sound of Sunday. Welcome to the uneasiness that will haunt you the entire day, ruin it and make it so that you are very stressed as you think about the coming week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, too real. (laughs) It's It's true. Well, have you seen any movies or anything? I haven't gotten out to see any of the new, like, I haven't seen the new Spider into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie. I want to see that. I haven't seen Guardians yet. 
I'm I'm lagging. I'm behind. Oh man. So I've seen Guardians. Mm-hmm. Liked it. Thought it was good. Um, not my favorite Marvel movie, but I thought it was good. And it was a good enough Guardians movie that it made me have slightly more charitable thoughts about the second. I liked the first. Hey. I did not like the second. Me neither. I really did not like the second one. And so this one was good enough that it made me look back and go, maybe I was too harsh on the second. So definitely worth seeing. I thought it was good. Uh, I did. uh, Anyone who may listen to uh, The Middle of Culture, Eden and I last week rewatched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I just recently rewatched that one as well. And spoiler, I, I watched it going into it thinking... Yeah, I think this is like one of the top 10, top five superhero movies of all time. And I finished it and I thought to myself, yeah, that's the best superhero movie of all time. Wow. Yeah. Really? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is, in my opinion, the best superhero movie that has ever been made. Wow. Yeah, I yep. just recently watched it in the last couple weeks be- like to get ready for the new one to come out. And I I loved it. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is just so good. <laughs> it's incredible. Everything about it is amazing. Uh, if you want to hear me gush about it more effusively, go check out the most recent episode of The Middle of Culture, where Eden and I both agree that it is the best superhero movie that has ever been made. Wow. So I did watch that. And then... So I watched that on last Thursday and then immediately recorded about it. And then Friday, you know, your mom was in DC helping friends who've had a new baby. Gareth was in Moab, at high adventure. Alex was at work. It was Friday night. I was home alone. And so I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves. Oh yeah. How was that? Great movie. Great movie. Okay. Little bit of a letdown coming off of Into the Spider-Verse, just because Into the Spider-Verse is such a special movie that you're watching it and you're like, wow, I'm witnessing something important here. And then you go to D&D and it's like, wow, this is not. (laughs) But uh, as far as just like a fun fantasy romp movie goes, uh, it's very well done. Chris Pine is great. He's excellent in this as he is in just about anything I've ever seen him in. And, you know, here's the thing I would say for people who may be hesitant. Um, You don't need to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, the game, and you will enjoy the movie. It's a fun fantasy movie that if you're familiar with any of the tropes of fantasy movies, you'll be fine. You're good to go. At the same time, if you're really into Dungeons and Dragons, it's like everything. There are constant, just a constant stream of little Easter eggs, winks, nods, nudges, you know, animals, spells, all these different things that if you're familiar with the source material, uh, you'll, you'll appreciate greatly. So they did a really good job of making a fun movie that requires no knowledge about Dungeons and Dragons, but at the same time, there's a ton of stuff there if you know about it. So, uh, so that was good. And then Saturday, Saturday, as all, I guess, pathetic older people do. I went and saw Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse alone. (laughs) So again, your mom was gone. Gareth was gone. Alex was at work. And I'm like, 
I start call on Monday. I don't want to go and see this movie for the first time and get interrupted. So I decided I was going to go see it. So I went and saw it on Saturday and boy, boy, howdy. That's a movie. (laughs) That is a movie. I mean, it is, it is a feast for the eyes and it is an assault on the senses in, in a good way. And Uh, The story goes places I was not expecting and it is fascinating and it is interesting. And um, I won't say anything other than you can tell they made this knowing that they were making two because that's my only real gripe about it. Whereas Into the Spider-Verse is a very nice story that wraps up in a great way. Yeah. Across the Spider-Verse is... um, it is the first of a two-parter even more, uh, even more than I think if you were to compare infinity war and Endgame. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's less resolution in across the spider verse than in infinity war. Wow. And there's not a ton of resolution in infinity war. No, no. (laughs) But again, a, a great movie that I'm looking forward to seeing again and very, very excited for, um, for Beyond the Spider Verse coming next March. Is that March. the next one? Oh, yep. okay. Coming next March. So, yeah, anyway. I'm going to have to get out and watch that one soon. Cause especially because I just watched Into the Spider Verse. It's all fresh in my mind. So, I got to yeah. get there and do it. <laughs> I will say, as an aside, there was one night a couple weeks ago where I was like, I want to see what all this John Wick hubbub is about. So I'm going to watch John Wick. And I started John Wick. And in about five minutes, I said to myself, self, this is way too stressful for you right now. (laughs) And I turned it off and I haven't watched it because I couldn't handle the tension and the stress of it because I'm just at a place in my life right now where I can't have that. So fair enough. (laughs) So I did not watch that, but well, anything you've been reading, anything going on there that's been catching your interest? Oh, man. I, <laughs> again, I made a goal to read new books this summer, and I just haven't gotten around to starting any of them yet because I'm right at the end of rereading Throne of Glass again. So, of ah. course, I got to finish it, and then I can start. Because you send me so many books that I'm like, oh, perfect. I like I have all of this lined up. I'm going to read new books this summer, but I think I just need to not force myself to read a whole new one. I can read multiple books at the same time, so I can have my comfort series reading at the same time as a new one, so I think that's my, that, that might be what I do, because I just love my comfort series so much. I've said it like a million times on this podcast, I swear, but I just, I will never, I will never stop reading them, I don't think, until I literally cannot see anymore well you know that's good 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 for you yeah but i do have a goal to start reading a new book so i'm gonna i'm gonna get on it here soon so what's the uh have you decided what the new book is gonna be i was gonna ask you which would is gonna be your recommendation out of the ones that you sent me which one do you think after i've read mistborn and then the wax and wayne series and what other ones have i read Oh, and then I've read Steelheart, of course. Those are the only yeah. Brandon Sanderson ones I've read. So after that, which one do you think? Uh, Warbreaker is fun. Uh, Elantris is really interesting. You can tell it's his first book, his first published book. Okay. Uh, the pacing is a little bit off compared to others, but it's still... Basically, I remember with Elantris thinking, boy, 
this is interesting, but not a lot is happening. And then all of a sudden I thought, boy, there's a lot happening. How is he ever <laughs> going to wrap this up in these, what, 200 pages that are left? <laughs> so uh, it's been a long time since I've read it. I mean, the Stormlight Archive is always, um, you know, a, a reasonable thing mm -hmm. or rather an unreasonable thing, perhaps because again, right now we have four books, each averaging between a thousand and 1200 pages a piece. Right. So they're long, but, uh, I don't know, uh, out of those, I would actually might be go with Elantris next. Okay, cool. So noted. Well, I have been stuck on book 11 of the wheel of time. Oh no! I'm trying to reread. I'm trying to go through, and I, I got up through book nine, which was a reread, and then I did book ten. And let me just tell you, book ten is the most boring 819 pages I have ever read. Uh oh! <laughs> it was just a slog, and and Robert Jordan, and I don't know if Sanderson will do this in the last three books, but but Jordan has this. Should we call it a habit, a tendency to write a prologue that in average, at least in the audiobook, the prologue is often two and a half to four hours long. Oh, wow. That's the prologue. Yikes. And then we jump into the book and I'm stuck <laughs> in the prologue of book 11 because I don't know, <laughs> I'm running out of steam. I need to reread Mistborn because I really want to read The Lost Metal, the last Wax and Wayne book. Did but, it come out? Oh, yeah. It's been out for a while. Your oh, older sibling has all four of my hardback copies of the Wax and Wayne books. Maybe I'll see if I can get it on the Kindle app or something because that's where I have all the other ones. I mean, I could probably send it to you if I didn't send it because I have the yeah. new book. Oh, I didn't That'd say be... that out loud. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I actually think what I'm going to read next is probably Tress and the Emerald Sea uh, okay. because I want to read that. It's in the, you know, it's in the Cosmere stuff, but it's kind of a one-off. And so I might spend a little bit of time reading that uh, and, and see. But again, I have book 11, books 11, 12, 13, and 14 of the Wheel of Time to get through. Oh, wow. That's a lot. It is. So. <laughs> We'll see if I can find my, I was cruising. I was doing really well. Lost some momentum there on the reading front. We'll see if we can get that back. Oh yeah. So was well, there anything else that you wanted to bring up? Because I, I think I've kind of run my gamut for everything that's been uh, distracting me slash and, 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 and look, I think we both have talked about this before, but it is healthy to have these things that are distractions because very, work can be tough. Life can be tough and making sure we have things that bring us joy. Uh, it's important. So, you know, absolutely. Yeah. I think I've basically said all my, my newfound obsessions at the moment. I'll well, get on reading some new books, watching some new movies, hopefully add to, to the list. Well, I'm thrilled that uh, you and, and Liv have started to sneak down the rabbit hole of metal. Oh, yeah. You know me. You ever need new recommendations, you just tell me, be <laughs> like, hey, I'm looking for something that kind of does this or this or this or this, and, and I'll get you something. I mean, I got Perfect. <laughs> I got, I can figure out a, a, a metal album, artist, track, whatever, to fit pretty much any mood. So. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, 
let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Appreciate people who have been listening, and it's nice to kind of get back on things a little more regular again. Uh, if you haven't, please subscribe. Please feel free to share, and we would love some uh, reviews on iTunes. And until next time, Aubrey, have a good summer. See ya. Thank you.